You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk prospects and the Max Scherzer injury up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, September 8th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And let's start with Josh Young, who is getting called up by the Rangers on Friday. That's spelled J-U-N-G for those trying to find him in their fantasy leagues. He was a former first-round pick back in 2019. He missed most of the season, Scott, with a shoulder injury. But he's come back, and he's looked pretty damn good once again. What are your expectations for Josh Young? And is he a must-add? Only 28% rostered. He's pretty close. The fact that he's third-base eligible player counts for a lot. Obviously, that's a position of need. But I, I just think he's an incredible hitting prospect regardless. His numbers this year in the minors... Won't blow you away. 267 batting average, 865 OPS. He started out on fire and then cooled off very recently, pulling his numbers down. Last year between double and triple A, Josh Young hit 326 with a 990 OPS. And it was even better at triple A than a double A. Uh, great plate discipline. Guy who profiles to hit for average and power a guy who was in line to be the opening day third baseman that's where that's all signs were pointing toward that until he suffered this shoulder injury uh in late february at early mock drafts i was targeting young late in all of them as kind of uh, a potential lottery ticket at a position i recognized was weak third base so he should come up he should play a lot and i expect he'll produce i mean i can't be too confident with any prospect who gets promoted these days, but I think Young has a, a good chance to make an impact here down the stretch. Let's take a look at a, another prospect, an Alec Burleson, an outfielder getting called up by the Cardinals, and he is getting the call because Dylan Carlson was placed in the IL with a left thumb sprain, and so far in the minors this season, Burleson was hitting 331 with 20 homers and a 904 OPS. He is... Much more widely available. 9% rostered, Scott. Where are you looking yeah. to add Burleson, if anywhere? I think taking a flyer in five outfielder leagues makes sense. The big concern for him is how much does he play because Lars Newbar has made himself an integral part of the lineup. Albert Pujols has earned himself more playing time with his more recent performance. Corey Dickerson's been hot recently. Brent. Uh, Brenda Donovan started to heat up. So just, there may not be much room for Burleson. The fact he's left-handed, they might shy away from playing him against left-handers just on principle. I think he's it profiles as a pretty good hitter. I mean, he's not the caliber of prospect of a Josh Young, kind of a, a plotting type who could who's, who's best suited at left fielder DH. But uh, Alec Burleson, that, you mentioned that 331 batting average. That's not like... He surged late and brought it up to 331. He basically has been hitting 330 all year at AAA. So pretty impressive hitting talent. But since I'm not sure how much he's going to play, leave him for the five outfielder leagues. Another day, another pitching injury, Scott. Although, I guess we already knew about this injury from last weekend. Max Scherzer left his start with left side fatigue, but was not placed on the IL until Wednesday here. So it appears that David Peterson should stick in the rotation for the New York Mets. And speaking of him, Scott... 
Uh, we had a few pitchers go here on Wednesday. How do you rank uh, these? Let's go with four. Patrick Sandoval, Trevor Rogers, Nick Lodolo, and the aforementioned David Peterson. I think Nick Lodolo is clearly the most attractive of this group. His remaining matchups, he has the Brewers twice, which is a bad team against left-handers. He's got the Pirates. He's got the Cubs. The toughest matchup is probably the Red Sox, and that's not that tough of a matchup. Plus, Lodolo's just been good recently. Seems to be coming into his own. So he's my favorite of that group. And the others... Yeah, I I don't know that I'd be that interested in starting any of the others if I did pick them up. But I will rank them. You said Sandoval, Patrick Sandoval was part of that group, right? Yep, Sandoval, Rogers, and Peterson were the other three. Yeah, that and that's how I'd rank them. Trevor Rogers has delivered since coming off the, uh, the IL his second and third quality start as, of the season, which goes to show you how the season was going. But quality of contact still been pretty. Eh, I don't know. The changeup didn't get a lot of whiffs in the second start back. It's, I'm not totally convinced that he's back to form, I would say, even though the first two starts back have been decent for Rodgers. And then Bailey Falter, he may not... His, his next start against the Marlins, which is good, uh, but he may not stick in the rotation for long. Okay, last name here. Pete Fairbanks picked up another save for the Rays. He now has two straight. He has four of their last six saves. We mentioned Jose LeClerc the other day, Scott. Would you rather have Pete Fairbanks or Jose LeClerc? I'd rather have Fairbanks because of how impressive his non-save numbers are, but I don't know that he's going to get consistent save chances because how that that never works out when you when you speculate with raised relievers like that, even if though he does have four of the team's past six. LeClerc's not exactly rock solid in the role for the Rangers anyway. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.